Welcome to the Inner Source Healing Podcast, the program about healing from toxic abuse. My name is Deborah Ashway. I'm a mental health therapist and a licensed clinical addiction specialist. I help people heal from dependency, codependency, trauma, and abuse. The healing process can uncover long-standing perceptions that may be holding you back from experiencing a more meaningful and fulfilling life. Are they manipulative or are they just ignorant? This, in this episode, I wanted to answer one of the questions that I used to struggle with, and that is, did they intentionally do that or was that just an accident? Another way to phrase it is, are they manipulative or are they just either bad of hearing or are they just ignorant? Like, I couldn't tell. And the answer, which I found out much later, was it, it actually really doesn't matter because usually there are manipulative tactics involved. Sometimes people who are expertly covert can manipulate and seem like they just don't know any better or they just didn't hear you right or it was just a misunderstanding. In other words, they, they always leave a back door so that they can bomb you with their manipulative tactics and then escape undetected. So there, there's no real consistency with toxic people and particularly narcissists. One moment they're loving, they're giving, they're a joy to be around, and then the next moment can be filled with rage or contempt or what appears to be devious, selfish, hurtful, and manipulative behavior. So eventually you begin to wonder about their ability to actually feel. Do they even have any feelings? Well, this is at the core of toxic people is no, they really don't have the same kind of feelings or the same kind of empathy that other people do. So the behaviors can be very hurtful and eventually you begin to wonder if there's something wrong with you. There's a gradual realization that they may be lacking in empathy ultimately, but your trust in them has already started to diminish as well as your trust in your own self and your trust in other people. And this happens over time as the toxic people repeatedly say one thing and do another or other tactics that can twist and confuse. And you're going to see examples of this in so many forms. But the thing to notice really is how you feel. And if you remember those body sensations that we talked about from the first episode, um, and if you missed that, The first episode, you might want to go back and listen to it because our bodies really do carry clues to what is going on. The tactics that manipulative or toxic people use always drain your energy. So you're always going to feel a decrease or a shift in your energy level whenever you're hit with one of those tactics. That's a major clue. And there's some things that toxic people do that make us wonder if they're intentionally manipulating or if they're just clueless and lost. The problem is with wondering if they're just clueless and lost is what does that leave you with? Well, nothing other than, well, then there must be something wrong with you. If they didn't do anything intentionally, then you you can't really even allow yourself to have negative feelings. So another common question is simply, is he or she really lacking in empathy? Do they really fall into this category of dark triads or the people along the spectrum of low empathy? 
which can contain certain personality disorders or even sociopaths or at the extreme psychopaths. And we find ourselves wondering if we're just trying to believe that about them to convince ourselves of that because otherwise, like I said, that would mean that we're the ones with the problem and that we are what they deem us to be, that their reality is true and ours is skewed that we are too sensitive or jealous or crazy or paranoid or selfish or that there is something wrong with us. But the truth is it doesn't really matter. It really doesn't. It doesn't matter what diagnosis they have because if your reality depends on what others think, then you're giving someone outside of yourself more authority and more power over your own personal experiences than you are to yourself. So this is why it's important to pay attention to your own sensory receptors or your own moods, your own likes, dislikes, and most importantly, your own energy. When you're around those people or certain people, does your energy shift? Do you notice a shift in the energy? And if so, how? If you have some nagging voice in your head that says, well, maybe it's me, or what if it's my fault? You know what, then honor that voice because that's the one that the protective self is trying to hide from us by quickly finding ways to solve the problem, by being nicer or accomplishing more or dressing nicer or looking better or buying more or proving that you're enough. But this is the voice of introspection and this is the voice that people with strong toxic behaviors want to ignore or maybe they just don't even ever hear it. Another common tactic that is used that can cause a lot of confusion is guilt because guilt controls you at a very deep level and it, it, it's because it tugs at your heartstrings. The most underlying level of manipulation is this use of guilt because it really digs in and it finds your vulnerability. It uses your warm, kind, loving empathy against you. By using guilt, you can only blame yourself, leaving the ever-present question unanswered, is it them or is it me? With your own guilt telling you that you should be or do or act or say something other than what you did or what you are or what you said, then the question of whether their behavior is intentional or not never even comes to surface because it doesn't have a chance. Your brain has rerouted any chance of that with the very powerful feeling that something within you is wrong. It goes into the response mode of solving the problem as quickly as possible because nobody wants to feel guilt. Narcissists are bonded to attention, admiration, control, and power rather than to love or emotional connection. So when you realize this, you're going to feel a burst of pain. You're going to understand that you don't have to feel guilty because it's, it's not actually you. You didn't do anything wrong. What you're perceiving is being twisted or altered. Your true self is being blocked from you through some of these emotions. But you do have empathy, and that's the difference, is that you can 
go back to that. You can go back to the empathy and the feelings that you have. Just make sure that you're feeling them within yourself. Another common tactic that is often used is diminishing your struggles. So another thing that they do is they try to diminish your difficulties or your struggles. And this can come across like they mean to be soothing, but often it's actually another form of control to keep you subtly inferior because you don't have real problems, only they do. So this reinforces the underlying message that you're not as important as they are, or you're not as strong as they are. You can't handle the difficult, real problems like they can. It also serves to minimize your experience with a double impact on you by causing you to doubt your own reality. And when you doubt your own reality, you need them. You feel like you need them to help you understand the world around you eventually, to help you make the decisions. And over time, you might even feel that you struggle even with the simplest of decisions because you've become so conditioned to trust their version of reality that they're going to be able to handle the situation or the problem because you don't even have any real problems. And just like learning the magic tricks, once you know how it's done, it doesn't fool you anymore. So it's kind of like learning the ways that they can deceive you. Um, it will really help protect your own sense of self because like I said, we tend to internalize all of this. And if we don't know, we don't even know if they're manipulative or if it's just accidental, again, that leaves us with the feeling of, well, then there must be something wrong with us. So we're going to go over some of the ways that they can deceive and distort your reality. One of the things um, that's commonly used is twisting words. So what that means is they say something and then they later deny it, causing us to wonder if they just forgot that they even said it or if they, if we forgot that they said it, maybe they don't have a great memory, maybe it's our memory. And eventually we start wondering if we're the ones with a bad memory because a lot of times they can be really convincing. An example would be like when a toxic person agrees to do something with you, but when the time comes to follow through on their end, they act like they forgot that they ever agreed. Um, sometimes they might tell you that they said something that they never said. For example, when they don't come home at the expected time, they convince you that they told you that they would be stopping at so-and-so's house or that they would actually be home at a different time and that you just don't remember. And I told you about the meeting tonight and then so on and so forth. And sometimes they tell you that you said something that you never said just to gain control over the situation. So it puts you on the defense and they like it when you're on the defense because that means that they are on the offense. And that is the point of power. Power is what they want. Remember the four things, attention, admiration, control, and power. So it doesn't matter how nice of a voice they use or how candy coated it might be or flowered with things like flattery or humor or charm. It's still a form of emotional manipulation. Someone who intentionally manipulates 
has trouble accepting responsibility for their words or actions. So here's another clue for you. If you point out the discrepancies with their behavior and they find a way to deflect it or turn it around on you so that you're the one apologizing and you end up feeling bad or guilty, then you know that this might be a manipulation tactic. For example, they said they were gonna help out with something such as cleaning and then they never do. And then you might legitimately bring it up to them in a very healthy way. You might mention that you feel like you're not being taken seriously because they haven't helped out with the cleaning that they said or that they promised that they would. And a healthy person would apologize and make it right somehow by helping or at the very least acknowledging that they promised and that they, they would try to make up for it. But a toxic person with intent to manipulate would offer more of like a false apology. Like, oh, I'm so sorry. I was working all week to put food on the table. I guess I should have told you how pressured I've been. Or, oh, I think I'm coming down with something. And while this sounds kind of innocent, what it does is it turns their negative energy over to you so that you end up feeling bad about mentioning it or even expecting them to follow through on their promise. And they also might tell you something like, oh, you don't appreciate all the things that I do. Why don't you think about somebody else besides yourself once in a while? And then with this, you're left with a sense of shame for being so self-centered. And you might even find yourself apologizing to them for asking. There are two selves to the narcissist the self that is fabricated for the world to see, and the self that is fiercely protected from the world around them. And um, because so many times narcissists have experienced emotionally traumatizing childhoods, where maybe they were overly criticized or ridiculed or emotionally abandoned, and their sense of self was under constant attack. And as a child, they had no defense against this pain. So their ego developed what it could to give them a shield against the demeaning behaviors of others. So their protective part of their selves, their self-protective part of their minds blocked them from this pain and it detached them from the moment that they were in. It brought them to somewhere much more pleasant, to a world of make-believe where they're the hero, maybe. I mean, that's just one example. But anyways, so that became the new manufactured self where they can be everything that they feel that they are not. And this false protective self hides them from their true self, which still suffers from an underlying lack of self-esteem. But the new self, because it's fabricated, it constantly seeks external validation to help it feel real because it's not real the real self is hidden from this so the new self feeds on things like admiration attention power and control and oftentimes they'll go to extremes to supply the ego with these things and since the very stabilization of their world really does depend on this false sense of self because otherwise they would feel shattered they over time become masters at deception and maintaining this idealized self, which is why those of us around them really can be so confused because they're desperate to protect it. 
because if it cracks or if the true self is ever seen by others, it will crush them. So their actual ego has never really had a chance to develop. And it's never really had an opportunity to know how to take any self-reflection or criticism or anything like that, or even difficult emotions. It can't bear any faults in the self. So anything that doesn't support this false narrative that they've created is discounted in any number of ways. And the emotional part of the brain, so that emotional part of their brain is underdeveloped, but, but the creative part of the brain is pretty well developed. So they're experts in mystification. They can disorient people and pretty easily. Kind of like a skilled magician who becomes a master of tricks and deception. So the next time you find yourself wondering, is it them or is it me? Or are they doing this on purpose? Or are they just forgetful or just ignorant or whatever? Whatever's going through your head other than they are being manipulative because that's going to leave you with then the problem resides within you when it actually doesn't, not with toxic people that are trying to manipulate and control you. But the next time that you find yourself questioning that, just remember these things. Just remember, are you feeling guilty? Is there a shift in your energy? Are you noticing that you're on the defense? Are you in fear of something? Do you feel obligated? Those are the things to watch out for. And I hope that you'll Join me with the next podcast as we will continue to explore and heal and grow together from the damage and manipulations of toxic behaviors. Thank you for listening to the Inner Source Healing Podcast. Remember, it is important to love and appreciate yourself and remember that your feelings matter. If you want more information or if you want to contact me, please visit my website at www.innersourcetherapy.com.